0: With the two hundred and fifty-fourth and final pick in this year's draft. Cuts too slow, my bowls raps like snow My whole scene got big goals one with platinum two times in a row, now staying on your ambition facts. Rolls few about the glow up like blacks. Handed the key to the jacks. Look at the Disney and call up my studio blacks and these wool kids write me up. A Push me down, they all want me around. Let me know that's how they feeling all right. That's right, one more pointless. Irrelevant. Mostly atrocious episode of the greatest podcast to rule uh you know most places that that host podcasts. this is pick two fifty four wasn't able to really get the uh season finale cast out there had some uh medical issues that uh didn't really allow. I guess I probably could have toughed it out, but it would would have been probably even worse than what you're about to uh, listen to, but I could not live with myself. There wasn't at least one more episode to let all y'all out there know how the Gary W. Memorial League finished out its 2019 season, the 17th year in existence. Lots of games happened. Uh, some really exciting ones. Uh, we, you know, we had a we had a champion crowned, and I cannot believe that it's been this long. But after I missed a uh, you know a couple weekends dealing with my issues, I figured, well, you know, I should probably release this Super Bowl Sunday. That'd be a great way to kind of cap out the season. So I'm pretty excited to let you all know as you're as you're preparing to watch the Kansas City team and the, the San Francisco team play. I know nobody's really tuning in for that because Shakira is performing at halftime. I really don't know why they brought JLo in because they have Shakira. Why would you need another musical artist? Uh, they're probably going to bring in Pitbull at some point so that's going to suck but all those moments where Shakira is belting it out there, that is the reason to tune in. Hopefully you've got some good snacks. There's some food available to you. Um, but yeah, really enjoy Shakira Bowl 2020. So, that'll be fun. Uh, Yeah. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pick uh, 254. We'll hit you with that uh, spot break. Then we'll get you a review of the week that was. And you know what? Why not? A preview into next year and why Jesse's Dynasty is officially over. So, thanks to Pick 254 and Anchor for uh, supporting this phenomenal uh, cast of Pod. Thanks again to Pick2, or shoot, now that's the name of the podcast. Thanks again to Anchor for supporting this podcast for its first season. Maybe it's only season. I don't know. We'll see what the fall has in store. But one thing that couldn't be predicted was how fantastic our consolation bracket ended up. Uh, You know, on the winner's side, going to the semifinals, you had three teams that had never won a title. One former champion returned to glory trying to save face for the old timers. Uh, But in the consolation side, you had a seventh place and ninth place game that came down to the wire. Uh, One point was the difference in each game. And you could argue it was a moment where Jesse was able to save a little bit of face after being a former champion, winning a lot of the recent titles, one of the most dominant teams um, had to play in the ninth place game, bottom two teams, him versus Greg, but he, he was pulled, he pulled it out. I'm not going to say it was an impressive, uh, scoreline that game, um, because that would be a lie. And, um, I am an honest truth giver. That's what I do. Uh, the Kashuk Wookiees 63, Greg, good effort, but Jesse's fairies be- Ferry's road finest, 64 points, both teams underachieved on their projections. Um, and really what it came down to was Deshaun Watson sucking ass there for Greg. Uh, Lou only putting up six points out of a projected 21. Patty Mahomes, 23 points carried through for Jesse. Um, and really not much impressive on either side. I guess Devonta Parker was a good start there, Jesse, with 13 points off a projected six. Outside of that, not uh, much to write home about. And Devonta Freeman for uh, Greg, his 17 points. One of only a handful of players to meet or break projections there, Greg. Um, But yeah, Jesse, nice job. Way to take it down and hold it down at the bottom of the table. Moving on to that uh, 7th and 8th place game. Another one that just... I mean, the final score, it it came down close battle, but both teams missing projections. Uh, Winless in Seattle finishing 11 points back of their projections. Serial Box and Sox finishing like 18 points back. Math is hard right now, but uh, yeah, Vaughn, the team in seventh, holding on to that position. Josh, you finished eighth. Vaughn got you. 53-52. Two good friends there. Not holding it down. Uh-huh. That said, Josh, you started a guy on IR, and uh, that's uh, probably it. And another guy that put up zero. I'm glad I dumped Brown early in the season because he put up nothing for you late in the year. Your 21 points out of car were good. Uh, you had two other people beat projections, and you had two offers. And that's what uh, really paved the way for the 5 and 8 Cereal Box and socks led by Von Knight, to take you down. Uh, Cook, tight end for the Saints Two touchdowns 16 points on the day That's really uh, what did it Outside of that He also had a player put up no points More from Carolina, nothing uh, So yeah While those games were pretty big letdowns They uh, at least were They were closer in score than the uh, Semi-finals And the finals uh, But yeah Nice job Vaughn yeah, you have finished on a high note, I guess. And um, we're just going to move on to that semifinal game. Scotty, 7-6 and six coming in, taking on Zach. Also 7-6. and six. Scotty projected in that game for 76. Zach, 73. Um, neither one of those projections actually were perfect. They both did not end on those numbers. But uh, I think it's kind of weird to me. Uh, quarterback getting ready to play in the Super Bowl tomorrow night. Uh, Garoppolo did so poorly in that final week for us. Um, but honestly his counterpart Watson. So didn't maybe do, you know, Watson threw a lot of picks over the course of the year, but he also put up points. Uh, you know, he was either every throw is either going to be a touchdown or an interception with him. Um, and he puts up 11 in this, uh, in this final game, Garoppolo nine. So while that should have kind of sunk Zach to only have a quarterback with nine, he was still in the conversation for most of it. But, uh, you know, Julio Jones, great last name. Um, 13 points beats projection and the Pittsburgh's defense got double digits, finished a little below projection, but still 10 points out of your defense. Not bad. Um, but uh, outside of that, Zach, really bad. Only putting up 63 points. So one of the semifinal battle was the Kamush. Scotty Withers, who has a podcast just to give that a real quick plug here that everybody should tune into the, uh, I think it's year round disc golf. Uh, Four episodes out now I would recommend uh, Tuning into that Bad boy Uh, Also uh, Supported by Anchor But uh, Also Not needing any support In this final week Started another guy With a great last name Jones Aaron Jones Running back out of Green Bay 22 points Uh, Kamara Finally stepped up In the final week Glad he did not In the week before uh, For 17 And those two guys Really carried Scotty Over the finish line And uh, honestly Probably through the last half Of the year uh, Scotty May not have been projected the strongest at the start of the year, but he finished absolutely strong and uh, really impressed by all of that. So, congrats. You took third. I know you probably wanted first, but really, Scotty, how many trophies have you taken down? You really got to parlay this into a solid next year where you can really compete at the top and maybe dethrone uh, whoever happened to win this year season. So enough of the games that really didn't matter. I'm only like three or four drinks in tonight. Drinking a Boneyard CBD lemon ginger soda with some Makers 46. I think that's what it is. Makers 46. I don't know. $5 more than regular Makers Mark, but really it's delicious. Uh, Great little cocktail there. Super relaxing, super delicious. But for those that might need a refresher, uh, I was taking on Max in the final. The one and two teams at the end of the regular season. I come in at 10-3 on the season. Uh, Scatback John and Thompson coming in at 9-4. Um, some of the big players here. I got You got Lamar Jackson versus Ryan Tannehill. That ended up being a pretty uh, spectacular battle. Uh, Devonta Adams and Michael Thomas. I traded Adams to Thompson a couple seasons before. You had Zeke getting a start. Uh for you Hawks fans, Tyler Lockett's in the mix. Um that monster and Kittle guys, those guys who are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. Another guy gave up, Chark. DJ Chark Jr. Uh my see am I going to and Melvin Gordon. Man, there's a lot of former trades intrigue in here. Um Gurley showed up. Um a different Brown, not uh, Antonio Brown, but AJ Brown. He was in the mix. And then Baltimore's defense versus Kansas City's. Uh, Really, just a lot of things down there. This game came down to just six points. It was tight. I was stressing. Uh, It just, you didn't know which way it was going to go. I do got to say, though, biggest pickup of the season, Ryan freaking Tannehill. I would not have thought that, like, as much as people in the state like to make fun of Trubisky, if you go the start of the year... And you can only pick one quarterback, Tannehill Trubisky. I doubt anybody's picking Tannehill. He was a failed starter for the Dolphins. At least Trubisky was able to get to a playoff game uh, and occasionally blow up. But, man, Tannehill, he put looking for advertisers on his back all freaking season. Puts up 22 points. And while that didn't edge out Lamar Jackson, it kept it close. Only a four-point difference. The biggest... um, now I got this fantasy thing where you got to beat whoever you're matched up against. So if you win more battles there, you should win the game quarterback duel. I lost, but it was close wide receiver. One Michael Thomas destroyed Devonta Adams 14 to five. Thomas had another great week, really finished the year strong, not always been a finisher. He's always been a great numbers guy for a season finished this one. Well, a uh, wide receiver two, This was a pickup on a game day. Bernard Perryman put him in started him over a Godwin bit of a bold move on my part but he goes over the century mark 102 yards receiving puts up seven total points to Tyler's outlock it's zero so more than made up the slight deficit at quarterback there and really punched it home at RB1 Todd Gurley comes in 14 points uh two scores on the day Zeke 47 yards rushing 37 yards receiving and only three points for him. So another one I'm able to edge out Thompson does step it up here towards the bottom running back too. I went with Boone from uh, Minnesota, not my best choice, uh, especially since I probably had somebody on the bench that did a little bit better. Hmm. Actually at running back, not much one point better in Eckler, but uh, you know, still played well. Um, One point there to Mostert's eight. So, you know, Thompson really reining it in there, getting it closer, keeping this game tight. And tight end really took a hit. Waller, who did so well for the first half of the season, really became somewhat touchdown or at least 100 yard receiving dependent late. Uh, Oakland didn't have a lot of receivers to go to. Uh, Kittle destroyed him. Kittle puts up nine. uh, Only one point from Waller. But this is where it really gets it. Man, Thompson started chart. Why did you start, Chark, man? You had a receiver on your bench that would have put up more points. There's a reason I let him go, and I'm so glad you ended up with him. Uh He loses the battle to A.J. Brown, a late-season pickup, who had a rushing touchdown, 49 running yards, 34 receiving yards for nine total points. Chark had zero in your face. Um And, uh wow, really does come down to these last few players here. James Conner, one point. Melvin Gordon, 13. It hurt to get rid of Gordon, but I think his he might have one more year, so he wasn't much of a keeper and uh, still got outdone by Gurley on the day. So in that flex spot, I lose big. Uh, I thought Youngway Koo was going to carry me through, but Will Lutz beat him 5-9. But the defense wins championships. That 11-6, that's a five-point edge. I end up winning by six in the end. 85, 79, if you start a podcast, you win the league. That's just how it goes. Couldn't write this better. In fact, I've been kind of not doing so well in fantasy the last few years. I I do a couple leagues this year. I made three semifinals, two finals, took down two titles in a third place. That's right, on the podium. Taking it down, bragging a little bit here. I'm the greatest. Y'all suck. Jesse, we're now tied to the top for championships. Uh, Next year when I repeat, I will take my rightful place at the top as the greatest there ever was. Ain't nobody better. Championships, that's what I do. I am amazing. I don't know what this says about me as a person. It says about my life. But it's got to say that I'm just the best there ever was. Nothing sad about dominating fantasy football. Shoot. F X X had a great show about fantasy football. So this must just mean I'm, I'm just the best person. Uh, go me, uh, the rest of y'all, you can try again, but, uh, I'm just going to, let's look at this season story thing that Yahoo comes up with some things that are interesting. It's a, you know, it gave me an a minus on the season. I don't love that because I feel I deserve an a, but you know, a minus is still better than most of the grades I got. And you know, Elementary, middle, high, and post-secondary education. They gave me an A on my draft grade, which is pretty sweet because I know what I'm doing, so I'll take it. Um, I was projected at uh, a B-plus with my draft, so I actually I did that projection. Um, so that's cool. That said, I got to look it. says my top draft picks were Zach Ertz, Chris Godwin, and Kerryon Johnson. I only finished here with one of those guys on my team, so... Maybe that was a little bit fair, but um doesn't, doesn't really matter uh, to me. Um weekly performance for something got like a B minus finished year 10 and three, so with only three losses, that's a little upsetting. That said, I did eke some out, kind of had a good strength of schedule, so fine. That B minus is what you want it to be. But projection and final standings A, it breaks things down into four categories. You've got slackers, class clowns overachievers, and ballers. And when you look at that chart, it has this guy as your top baller. Uh, Just to throw some shade around the league, our slacker, Mitch, the comeback kid, the Mitch-Darren combo that was projected so high was supposed to finish first. They finished sixth in the standings. You are slacker of the year. Uh, When we go through the class clowns, Winless in Seattle, projected six. You finished eighth. Come on, figure it out, Josh. Ferry Road's uh, finest. You were also a class clown. Projected seventh. You finished ninth. I'm shocked that, you know, you again, how many titles do you won? How are you not up higher, man? You should feel really bad about this. Uh, Greg, Kaushik Wookies, projected eighth. You took dead last. Class clown. And Vaughn, cereal box and socks. It puts you in class clown here, but you know what? Maybe go slacker. You finished seventh. You were projected 10th. Your team was not good. If you tried a little hard, I'm thinking slacker more because if you just put a little bit of effort there, buddy, maybe you could make a playoff once every 10 years. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, going to ballers. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give some props here to Scotland. Projected ninth, took third. Legit chance at the title. If Kamara would have outdueled Thomas on a Monday night game, you would have been staring down a title. With uh what you score, I think you might have been able to pull it off. So you just got a little unfortunate. I I did not like looking across the matchup and seeing you and your guys there. I was that was the, the final's not that nervous. Semifinal, Scotty, real nervous, very impressed, Kamish. Taking third. Um, just really didn't see it coming. Uh next year, I think you might be a guy to watch out for because we know Jesse's done. He's out, and Thompson had his one blip. Zach had a blip. So, I, I mean, really, I think you you are one of the top guys going to the next season. Don't fuck it up, bro. Uh, we look at the other people that Yahoo graded as ballers. Turned down for what? Javon. Uh, fifth place projection and finish. Uh, you know, had a great maybe second, third of the season. Kind of fizzled at the end, but really put up a solid performance. Hope Japan's treating you well, my friend. Falafel Waffle and Zach projected four. Finish fourth. I've re- you got to be a bit let down there at the end that you weren't in the finals. And then he lost the Constellation game. Too bad, bruh. Too bad. Uh, Also, Baller, Skyback John, Uh, Max, you were projected second. You finished second. Uh, You're welcome Uh, for all that. I still think you were projected too high, and you lucked out because you weren't good, man. But thank you for uh, coming on the show a couple times, trying to get uh, you and more people on next year as I expand this podcast uh, to further greatness. Projected third, though. Overachieving. Only guy outside of Scotty in this top part that overachieved my pred- prediction only in the top half and took first. Uh, that's what you get when you grind week in, week out. Just, it, it really comes down to, you know, taking some time, looking through the free agents, finding the players, you know, and and really taking some chances. Very few players, week in, week out, put up good numbers. You've got to make some tough calls. Not starting Godwin in the final. That was one of those. He's weekly starter for me. Why wouldn't I start him? Oh shoot, and in fact I cut him. Ooh, can we still pick players up? No, this is a moment of truth. Oh, looks like I already did. Okay, thank God. Woo, got a little bit nervous there. Um, But yeah, you know, I kinda knew he'd put up an egg there in the last game, but he's one for the future. 1,300 yards and nine scores in a season, 86 receptions, 121 targets. Not too bad for a -er late-round pick. But, yeah, we're uh, looking to next year. I'm going to, you know, maybe they had some PSAs running before, you know, my ulcer in my eye, so maybe those still exist. There's either going to be another break or a weird cut right into the preview of next year. So stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Oliver Miller, 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 Oliver Miller. All right. It is a Saturday night and USA uh, rugby is going to be starting in a few hours. So I might need a nap before that happens. So I'm going to try and keep this preview of next year and final segment of the 2019 2020 season of Pick 254 and possibly the only season. Of this podcast. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Gotta find some uh motivation there at some point. But if you're looking for a sport to follow with football ending tomorrow, USA Sevens, um rugby has been just spectacular. Um they really last year came out of nowhere, took seventh in the series, and uh this season. Uh, while they're off to a bit more of a rocky start, they really have hit their stride so far. They're in the semifinals, taking on South Africa, who has been just phenomenal. So that, you know, definitely the underdog going into that one. But man, I'd love to see us take down this championship. And uh, yeah, I've got to, I've got to wait a while. For that, which is part of the reason I decided to record uh, this thing. Either way, quick review and look at uh, some players in this league. We get to keep three players going to the next season. Uh, Probably just going to make comments about whether there's anybody worth keeping on each team as we work up from the bottom to the top. Greg, who took last in the league, we will start with you. And you have a bit of a rough go at it. Josh Gordon, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Breda. Cole Beasley, Kyle Rudolph, Devonta Freeman, Mark Ingram II, Amari Cooper, and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you got guys probably to keep here, but uh, honestly, Hauschka is a really accurate kicker. You might consider him as one of your three because there is not a lot. You got some old guys that were good. You got a couple guys that might be worth keeping, but this is a bit tough, man. Uh, Love you. Um Go Dolphins and all, and Sunset Dolphins, not Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins are the worst. Um, That team's looking rough, bruh. Uh, So we're just going to move on. Jesse and Ferry Road's finest. You got Patty Mahomes. Devonta Devonta Parker really had a great end of the season. Levante Bell, you're probably going to keep him, but should you really? Um, You know, Adam Thielen, he's a solid receiver usually in Green Bay. Didn't have a great final couple games, but he's targeted a lot. Uh, John Brown was a was really good this year for the Browns. You still have Antonio Brown on your roster. You have T. Y. Hilton. Um, I mean, you got some keepers in there, uh, but you've kind of got to decide which way you're wanting to go, man. Uh, I don't know that I'm terrified. I mean, Patrick Mahomes definitely worth keeping. Le'Veon Bell, man, please keep him because he is a douche. And uh, I would like you to continue to suck. So we'll see what type of decisions you make. I'm also too lazy currently to research uh, you know, who's got what draft pick. But, you know, that's just because I've been drinking and put absolutely no effort into this thing ahead of time. was in Seattle. Josh, what are you looking at here, buddy? Oh, Marquise Brown, please don't keep him. He had a great few weeks, and he might next year. You could probably use him as trade beat. You got Tyreek Hill, solid keeper. Um, honestly, Debo, Sweeney, Samuel. almost said Sweeney. Don't know why. Samuel might be worth uh, keeping the in Schuster Smith, he'll be, you know, first, second, third, probably third-round receiver, I'd say, next year, so worth keeping. Uh, so you got a few keepers. Christian Kirk, maybe he takes over in Arizona. Kind of an up-and-coming team there. Uh, you seem to like Darius I don't know how to say Geis for some reason, as you started him when he wasn't gonna play in that last week. Um, bold move, DK Metcalf. I mean, there's there's some potential there to get something started. I hope you got a couple other picks though to help round it out. I think Josh, you might be able to pull off a playoff contender next year, but not like a championship contender like some of us. Vaughn, what are you rolling with here, brother? Oh, uh, man. Uh, uh, Stephon Diggs will probably be one of your keepers going into next season. Uh, honestly, Jared Cook might be worth a look uh, if Drew Brees doesn't retire. Uh, as a tight end. That guy, he's got some upside touchdown dependent a little bit, but uh, Drew Brees throws some touchdowns. Um, you know, DJ Moore, is he going to be the future in Carolina? What are they going to do with the uh, new quarterback situation there? You have Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb at running back. I don't know that either one are really worth taking a shot on for keeping. AJ Green, uh, is he done? What's left in the tank there? I don't know that there's much left. Uh, and Ronald Jones, the second in Tampa Bay, don't know that it has a it free. You. Maybe you should consider keeping Zane Gonzalez, that outstanding kicker for the Arizona Cardinals. That's just my outstanding advice, and I've never been wrong. So think about it. Moving on to Mitch, the Mitch Darren combo took sixth, sixth really high, uh, you know, expectations from this team. I mean, you look at this roster and you just think, how did they not win the league? Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre Hopkins, Jarvis Landry, Philip Lindsay, Saquon Barkley, Mark Andrews, Keenan Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and then we're going to the bench: Marvin Jones Jr., Dak Prescott, Jordan Hayward. Howard. Uh, Greg Olson, Penny Barber, Justin Tucker kicking the Chargers and Carolina. Div- I mean, really, that team should have done better somehow. Level platinum manager um, with those types. And I mean, really did put up the numbers. 92.31 points a week is good. Uh, your hardest thing will be trying to figure out which keepers you want to keep and which ones you're willing to let be the first four or five picks in the draft. Hats off to you. Uh, you drafted well. You were the number one team out of the draft. Just got a little bit luck- unlucky late. Things didn't pan out. And again, it's all about free agents. You made the fewest moves this season. Uh, it's only seven changes. Only person not in double digits. Next closest was 18 so, or sorry, 16. You got to make some more moves. Uh, you know, you don't got to overdo it. Uh, 54 moves by Greg. He tried, but that's you know last desperation. Number two, Max at 52. But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta figure it out a little bit. Um, hopefully, it works out better for you in the coming year. Moving on to the top five, we're gonna hit falafel waffle. Or sorry, nope. Turn down for what? You took fifth, not falafel waffle. Um, more wins, but uh, didn't end as well. Russell Williams, Robert Woods, Roby Anderson, who had a much better year than I would ever have thought, just scored a touchdown every week, which, are huge in ours league, which is huge in our league. Uh, Devin Singletary, Marlon Mack, Travis Kelsey, he'll be a keeper. Uh, Will Fuller, uh, potentially good. Uh, Braden Cooks, maybe not the year you would have thought, but he's dangerous. I honestly don't know that you got three guys worth keeping, um, but maybe one of these young guys steps up going forward. Marlon Mack, maybe. Pretty good running back for Indianapolis. Kelsey, definitely. Um, yeah. We will see. Brain Cooks was your keeper the year before. Dave, Oh, David Johnson down there. He's probably worth at least a look. So, yeah. He'll be all right. I think Javon will probably turn into a decent performance next year. Mid-table type finish. Um, decent enough keeper. Is pretty active on the waiver wire. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count him out. Falafel Waffle, though finished number four in the season, uh, Garoppolo, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Sonny Michelle, Dion Lewis, Jack Doyle, Alex Erickson, Adrian Peterson, Derek Henry. Yeah, that's a keeper if I've ever seen one. Um, Larry Fitz, don't think he's got much left. Maybe uh, Mike Evans, still solid receiver a couple years ahead of him, and uh, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, there's guys worth keeping on this squad. Some guys kind of towards that top of the age bracket where you're wondering, are they going to still be relevant in the year? I mean, Julio Jones, Liddell Beckham, what do they have left? Uh, yeah, I think Beckham's got you know plenty of years left, but productive. I thought it was going to gel a lot better in Cleveland, especially with Jarvis Landry in that. You had enough other guys that could catch the ball. You think it would have opened it up for him, but did not have the season that one would have thought. Uh, Garoppolo, definitely not a keeper at quarterback, so you'll be shopping for one next year. Moving on to the people who are actually relevant. We'll jump into the number three slot. Scotland with us. Tommy's jumping off point. Really, probably I would say the second best team this year. Uh, deserved to win. Aaron Jones proved himself, probably a keeper going into next year. Great years of running back, but you also have Emmanuel Sanders, Zacher, Thunder Fournette, Alvin Kamara, uh, Allen Robinson the second, who every other year is good. This year wasn't a good year, so next year he probably will be Winston who's at least going to throw the ball, or Goff. Two quarterbacks can chuck it a bit. Oh, shoot, you had Matt, Matt Ryan down there, too. Uh, Mike Williams in uh, formerly San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. You know, now that Rivers is probably, hopefully, done, he might be worth keeping. But I think Miko Coleman, guy worth keeping. Had him uh, right at the beginning of the year. I had him on the watch list. He was gone quicker than I could pick him up, uh, and I he... Isn't maybe a traditional keeper, but uh, I definitely have a prop better too for tomorrow's game on Miko Coleman uh, to dominate. And then uh, finally, rounding out the top two of our amazing league. And if you are still listening to the podcast, there is definitely something wrong with you because this is not quality media. Um, you got uh, Max, Scatback Johns, uh, Lamar Jackson, probably straight up a keeper. Best quarterback in the league, dangerous on the ground, dangerous in the passing game. He's got at least a few more years in the leg. Can he, can he avoid a Mike Vick-type season-ending injury in the preseason? Well, I'd hope so, and if he does, uh, he'll be one to keep for a while. Devonta Adams, Tyler Lockett, Ezekiel Elliott, George Kittle, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, uh, Deontay Johnson. Seriously, the number two receiver in Pittsburgh is never a bad shout. Uh, best team in the land. Uh, you know, so yeah, great guys. Max, you better be relevant next year. If somehow you chunk it and you chunder, it's gonna be one of the biggest letdowns in league history. Which I guess you could argue your career in this league has been one of the biggest letdowns. Yeah, you definitely lost in the final. Ryan Tannehill, uh, who is not a keeper, but with Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley, uh, James Connor. Eckler might be a starting running back for the Chargers next year, which immediately makes him worth keeping. Uh, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Youngway Koo. I mean, the options are endless. I just don't see any way I don't repeat next year. Gosh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, You don't become a platinum manager in Yahoo for nothing. I'll drink to that. Mm. Gotta love it. Got to love it. That said, I didn't only um, average eighty three point four six points, and as I, after I looked through all the teams, that that was not a great uh, average. But you know, you just got to beat the guy you're lined up against. Uh, speaking of that, I got some good prop bets here for tomorrow's game. Uh, I'm really hoping the team to score last loses. That uh, that'll pay out well. I took uh, Travis Kelsey and Emmanuel Sanders to each score a touchdown. So. That also pays out pretty well. All, all the bets I took are going to pay out well. Part of the reason I might be so high on Mikel Hardman tomorrow night, I might be taking back everything I just said good about him during Scotty's uh, preview of next year. Uh, you know, if he gets over, if he gets 100 yards receiving and a touchdown, <laughs> a $5 bet pays out real well. Uh, hopefully, there is a scoreless quarter. Uh, if that happens, there's some money in it for me. Um, I don't know what this bet was it just says the words yellow green oh Gatorade if the Gatorade poured on the coach is the original Gatorade which if those players are not pouring the tradition I mean they have really failed and uh, I don't deserve this money that pays out five dollars turns into 2750 and if a wide receiver can pull off so Michael hardman I'm really pulling for like a 200 yard gain. Game, I want 100 yards to the air, 100 yards on the ground, and two touchdowns, brother, and you're going to win me some more money. Um, I also took some sort of a scoreboard special bet that popped up, and $1 turns to 26 It's a really, really good bet there. Okay, so I need there to be a successful onside kick. One successful onside kick uh, pays out real well. Let's uh, go to my other bets that are running. Bruce and Morgan Morgengladbach, if you can win the league, you're going to win me some money, so no pressure in Germany. If Freiburg can take a top-four finish and make the Champions League, another small bet that pays out big. Avalanche winning the NHL, go for it. Tommy Abraham, I don't think it's going to pay out because he has been shite lately. But if he's a top scorer, I went a little bit there. And the Sheffield United, who are currently ahead of Manchester United, suck it, Zach. Can move up one more spot in the table. That is a $5 bet that pays out to $755. I could currently buy that bet back and make 76 cents. But I have that much faith in Sheffield United to finish top four. And finally, Chelsea to win the league. Not going to happen. I cannot, I cannot buy that one back very well. Uh, thanks a lot, Liverpool. would have Would have won me money. But uh, not so, yeah, that's uh, some very pointless stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with fantasy football or the this podcast. So I should probably go back to drinking and waiting for the semifinals of rugby sevens to start. Probably gonna watch the show Shits Creek. Great show, highly recommended. But um, I guess, yeah, I doubt anybody's still listening. If you are still listening to this podcast, shoot me a text or a Facebook message that says Oliver Miller. And I will Venmo you a dollar because I do not believe anybody will have made it this far. If you have hats off, and I owe you that. Also, uh, some thoughts about next year. I'm uh, really working to make sure I can... Randomly call people in to the show. I think that'll be kind of good. So I'm I'm working on getting that set up ready. I think I'm gonna create a Patreon uh, page. So if I get any Patreon subscribers, you can uh, get some additional bonus content. I could probably get a camera in here and do some live video shows. I can I can send some merch out or something. Also, probably gonna try and come up with some merch create a real logo. I mean, it's going to be a busy off season for pick Two Fifty Four as we try and take this pod to the top, because I mean, how many people don't get rich of a podcast aired out of a closet in their bedroom with some janky equipment. I mean, go me. I got this. Thanks for following all season. This has actually been a lot of fun. Um, sometimes a little bit tedious, hard to get it in there. But I mean, it's, I can't say I've ever done much. That's creative uh, to put myself out there at all. And even though we have minimal listenership, uh, I mean, this is truly available on a lot of different uh, platforms to be listened. Uh, If anybody ever stumbled upon it, firstly, they would be probably extremely bored. Um, But It is just really cool to get this out there. Also, this league has meant a lot to me for the last 17 years. Scotty, thank you for not kicking me out of the league when I had a bit of a tantrum, like in the year three or four, and I may or may not have dropped all of my players into free agency, and then you locked my team, and then you let me come back the next year. Um, Again, with all these guys, we've been in it for a while. Some players have come and gone, but they're still – uh, a lot of good memories there. It uh, really is something I look forward to every season. Uh, you know, it's nice to be the champion, but it just—it's a lot better just to be a part of this. Um, thank you all, you idiots, for being in this and continuing on. Seventeen years down. I'd like to see how long we can take it. Recently, someone told me that like there were in a league that they just hit their twentieth year, and again, I don't hear many leagues that've been around with a good core group for 17 years and have like the history that we're able to look back on in this Yahoo thing. But I really would like uh, us to be that where at some point you're not going to run into anybody who's been in a league as long as those of us that have been in this since the day one. Um, So thank you sincerely, Scotty. Uh, Thank you everyone else that is um, been in this league and I look forward to one more year. Not to brag here, but I do have a lifetime record in all Yahoo uh, fantasy football of 428, 397, and 5. So that's, that's something. Uh, if I don't make it to next fall, please make sure that is on my tombstone and um, at my wake. Because I don't really want a funeral or anything. I would like this podcast to be played on loop. Uh, for everyone to hear, uh, I would like everybody in the league to at some point grab the microphone and do two minutes of Oliver Miller, um, and, uh, nothing but bourbon. So, oh, and if there's not a damn good meat and cheese tray, then you all screwed up. So cool. This got way off the rails, but I'm almost at exactly 20 minutes of recording uh, on this last part, this is one of my longer pods of the year. Um, So yeah, hey, y'all are beautiful. Deuces. I used to tell myself that I was nothing. Victim to the poison. I was huffing. Now my name come up like no discussion. That's all day. Man, I say y'all bluffing.